0: And welcome to Women in the Business Arena. I'm your host, Sonya Statman, success strategist for women in business, and I'll soon be joined by my dear friend and co-host, Laura Shook Guzman, an amazing psychotherapist who works with women entrepreneurs. Every week, we dive into juicy topics relevant to women in business. We reframe the lens on business so women, just like you, know how to achieve not just success but fulfillment and freedom. We've learned through decades of being entrepreneurs, mothers, and multiple business owners how to conquer the business arena. And the thousands of women we have worked with have given us insights and wisdom to share with you. We get honest, vulnerable, and real about what we've seen and experienced. We would love for you to join us in our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena. And if you want to get even more support, visit womeninthebusinessarena.com. Okay, let's get started. Hi, and welcome to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Laura Shook Guzman. Hey, Laura. Hello, hello. Are you excited about diving to our topic today?
1: I am. I'm so excited Yay. to talk about business, entrepreneurs, and the emotional need. To think about hiring a therapist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. And so if you missed our sort of, you know, beginning series last week, we talked about, you know, how to find the right support team, right? It's really important that we have a good support team for our business. So last week we discussed how to find the right business coach and just some things to think about and some perspectives on that. And today we thought we would dive in and talk to you know, talk to Laura and me about how Mm -hmm. to find the right therapist. So maybe we should start with why do you need a therapist in business, Laura? (laughs) Mm,
1: Such a great topic. So I love that, you know, we've actually had a whole episode that was about mental health and entrepreneurship. And um, it's just, it's a huge passion of mine because Of my own journey through entrepreneurship and then being the therapist, having that lens and watching those around me really struggle and realize that this is a conversation that we don't have in these professional realms and that there still is a big stigma against Mm -hmm. mental um, health issues mental illness and so entrepreneurs are often you know they are their service they they are their brand they're representing their business in a very personal way and it can be really hard to talk about Anxiety, and to talk about depression or to talk about different um, issues that they're addiction and different ways that they're struggling. But I want to put it out there for everyone just to know that you're not alone, that entrepreneurs actually have a higher um, probability of developing a mental illness during our lives. And they say that it's because there are certain... Like the fact that we are risk takers, we have a higher tolerance for stress is great, but then we end up kind of pushing the edges um, of our mental wellness. Mm-hmm. And so we might push ourselves a bit further um, and live in a chronic state of stress for multiple years, um, where our peers might, you know, not, um, if they're not in entrepreneurship, they might just not take that promotion. They might shift career or jobs or work for a company that's more laid back or something. They're making these adjustments where entrepreneurs tend to be like, I got this. I got this. And I can't tell anybody <laughs> that I don't have it and that I'm struggling. Um, but on the flip side, that also makes us very resilient. We have a very high capacity for um, this these high levels of stress. And so if we are tending to our emotional health, if we're taking good care of our energy levels, then we can have profound health and wellness, you know, despite the high levels of stress that we're in. But it's just so important that we have these conversations. Otherwise, all of these things are going under the rug and that's not where things get the help that they need.
0: Yes. And I... Want to add something? And I'm curious yes. as to how you view it, Laura. Because there's, I think there's really two ways. I think therapists are a great part of our support team in business. One is to help us handle the stress, the anxiety, the you know depression, anything that comes up sort of in our mental health range. I also think that because as we talk about often running a business is the biggest self-development course ever. And in the course of that self-development, a lot of old trauma can come up. A lot of old wounds can come up. A lot of our patterns come up. And so it can also be like getting a partner to dive deeper into our subconscious, to be able to heal some of our old self, which technically isn't necessarily related to business, but it's coming up and being triggered through the aspects of business. So I think you've sort of got these two parts that are really important to look at in terms of having this as part of your support team. But I'm also curious, Laura, what do you think? Because I feel... Like, so often, a lot of people look at therapy in terms of, like, I need to fix something, right? So something is really, really, really wrong, and I need to go to therapy. But what do you think about it in terms of preventing something from really, really, really going wrong?
1: Oh, I'm so glad that you asked that question, because I do think it's common for people to say, well, I don't need to go to therapy until something's broken. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, and just to kind of back up and speak to what you first said, which is kind of distinguishes these different needs is that one, like when you are an entrepreneur and you know that you're going to be in in high states of stress, it's good to just know that there's a place that you can go and process the mental issues that can arise when we get out of balance. But on the other side of that, what Sonia is speaking to is actually looking at the trenches of entrepreneurship as a opportunity for personal growth. And having a therapist be there as a guide is so important. And people are like, in my opinion, missing an opportunity. I believe that through entrepreneurship, it's a great opportunity for the human psyche to self-actualize. Yes. And we use that term in psychology to explain the ability to self become so self aware that you're working on the aspects of self that need to evolve and move your consciousness forward. And when you're in entrepreneurship, the stakes are high and it means that the trauma does actually emerge. It comes out of its hiding places yep. sometimes, right? So when we're in complacency, like if life is kind of, you know, ho-hum, I'm doing my thing. I'm just going to keep all that under the rug. I'm just going to keep it on the rug and I don't have to look at it and I have to think <laughs> about it. But entrepreneurship has this tendency to be like, oh, you're going to look at that and you're going to look at it right now or you're going to lose a $20,000 client, you know? It's like, I'm going to show you that this is an opportunity. And so we could be afraid of that, or we could run for that, or we can shift our mindset and look at that with curiosity and as an opportunity like no other to dive deeper into self-understanding and self-growth.
0: Yes, I love it. And I often feel like, you know, and, and in fact, one of the reasons I started this podcast, you know, with Laura and asking her to be part of it is because I feel like that partnership between a business coach and a psychotherapist or a therapist is basically such a powerful team because you need someone who can help you look at the holistic aspects of your business and life. And also you need that partner to be able to dive into the deeper trenches of what's going to inevitably come up during the process of growth. And what a business coach, coach is not necessarily tailored to work with. And I think, you know, that's really good as well, you know, to talk about when do you know you need to sort of sign on that therapist? I mean, you definitely can get it in the preventative side when you know you want a team partner to go deeper into some of the old wounds when you're ready for that. Like that doesn't have to be a, something that's majorly broken. But I also think if you've got a good business coach who can know where that line is, where you're getting into territory that you need extra support with, that's also really helpful because I constantly recommend that some of my clients go and see a therapist at the same time they're working with me because they're, they're in something or there's something that's coming up that is beyond my ability to support them.
1: Ah. I, yes, I so agree. And I do think that is something that is, um, been such a gift being friends with you, Sonia, and being peers and professionally connecting around how we're supporting our clients and realizing that there's quite an overlap and it it can happen. It's a beautiful work that can happen in tandem, um, where you have a coach that's really supporting the framework that's really pushing you to those edges and that has that emotional capacity to sit and hold that container. But once you kind of get to these places where there's unresolved trauma or places of healing, the coach's job is not to take you on that work. Their job is to bring it um, to your attention, to gently reflect, to maybe say, I notice um, every time we get to this place, then, you know, you're it feels like you're running away from me. Um, I wonder if there's something there. Have you explored it with a therapist? You know, but really knowing that it's their lane to stay with how is that relevant to the business and give you some some feedback. But then a therapist can actually go and take that into the realm of developing that self actualization, being able to bring some of these traumas into a safe container. Because for therapists, we spend years and many hours of practice learning to hold space for psychological and physical trauma. And that's not something you want to unpack often with someone who doesn't know how to hold space. I know Sonia very well, and I would trust her with a lot of those emotional pieces because she's done her own trauma work. But some coaches could re-traumatize you um, just by not understanding and, you know, and misreading what's happening. So I think it's like, you know, about safety, Sonia, about knowing, like, You're emotionally safe up to a point with your coach and they're trained, you know, to take you and hold you in that space. And then you're shifting if you need to go and do the deeper work with someone that has special training and not all therapists are trauma trained. And that's something that that people don't realize. Um, You know, I spent years specifically studying how trauma impacts us Psychologically and physically, and you know, breaking it all down in the nervous system and learning about our defense responses and how to re-regulate um, the human body, you know, and not all therapists can do that. Um, so yeah,
0: well let's talk about that because I I actually think that's a great part of this because we're we're not only looking at why do you need a therapist and why you could get one even to partner with you if you don't think you're broken, because that's not what therapy is necessarily for, just when you're broken. But I also think we got to talk about how do you find the right therapist and And I I always recommend very specific kinds of therapists to my clients because I've seen things work, in my opinion, more effectively than others. But I think what you're mentioning right now is so important because, honestly, a lot of the stuff that I see come up in my clients, it's trauma. It is, it's actually old trauma. And if the person I send them to doesn't know how to work with trauma, then that's going to not be very effective.
1: Right, right. And I know this can be confusing because you're thinking, what if you're not a therapist who can work with trauma, then what are you doing? Um, But there are so many therapists that are um, staying more within cognitive um, therapies, more narrative therapies, where what they're helping um, a client do is unpack the... Experience in their lives and trying to develop greater understanding and greater meaning and awareness, and there's so much um, growth that can happen through that self-reflection. And you know, we've all had trauma in our lives, and we often in, in psychology kind of were like the small T's and the big T's. And so, when we use the word a trauma therapist, they're usually talking about big T's, which are you know physical and emotional. Abuse um, that might have happened as a child or in your adult relationships, Um, constant chronic threat to your physical safety. So where your body has a lot of patterns um, that tries to be self-protective and is in the defense mode a lot. Um, It can be like an accident, a car accident, um, or something really uh, traumatic that left left an impact on the body so that you can't get in a car and drive across a bridge because the accident happened in that particular context. So there's very strong visceral reactions and the psyche will bury those those thoughts and those feelings and those memories often um, as a self-defense. Like, nope, we can't think about my childhood. Nope, not gonna do it because it would be too much and overwhelming. Nope, we're not gonna ever drive across a bridge. I'm just gonna have all of the roads that I can go to and never have to go over a bridge again. You know, It's like, we'll do all these different things to avoid having to ever think or experience those big traumas. And those are the ones that need special training because once your body comes out of that hibernation, so to speak, There can be such an intense feeling of emotion and sensation. And so therapists are trained on how to bring that gently um, to the surface to help you what we call titrate. So you're able to, to ground yourself and then go into something intense and then come back and ground. So there's all these different techniques that trauma therapists learn so that that's gentle on the psyche and on the physical body. Now, small T's are things like, you know, we've had, like, I remember my brother almost drowning me in the pool when I was (laughs) 12, and that was traumatic, but I knew that I was safe, I was okay, you know, that's just kind of a memory that now I can laugh about. There's not um, a trauma that's attached to that. Or, you know, like those kids, um, I remember like this part of my life being a little bit challenging as I felt left out, but maybe you had really supportive mom and dad and they helped you understand that some kids can be mean and you found your friend group. And so, yeah, you have a little trauma around feeling um, left out, but it's not a big trauma that you can't like bring yourself to even remember how painful it was, if that makes sense. Um, Medical surgeries and things like that, that you came out just fine, but you have a little bit of a, you know, negative, Um, memories about. But in the end, you can still think and talk about that because you were safe. You know, so when you're working with therapists, finding out, um, you know, do you tend to work with general mood disorders like anxiety and depression? You know, what are your kind of techniques? And if you have a background in trauma, it's important to say, I really am looking for someone who is trained in um, supporting people with um, developmental trauma. That's the word that we'll use. Like I've had trauma over my lifespan. Um, complex trauma means you've had multiple big T's. Um, so these are some of the the language that you can use. Um, and if a, if a therapist says, no, you know, I deal with trauma, but not complex or developmental trauma, then you know, if that's what you're looking for, okay, that person's probably a better fit for someone that has a lot more like that they've already, that they don't have to go deep diving into. Um, so hopefully, you know, it's like there's so much um, that you can, that you can, um, I, I think, learn about. Just like in the previous episode, there's so many things that you can do to interview a coach. You can do the same thing um, to interview a therapist. So really getting clear of what type of therapy are you looking for, because the more you understand, then the more you can ask those therapists, what are you trained in? What are you experienced in?
0: Yeah. And, and I think it would also be good to talk a little bit, because one of the things I find people get very confused about is, do they get a psychiatrist, a psychologist, a psychotherapist, you know, some other kind of therapist or a counselor? Like, how do you discern between those things? Hmm, good question. I think it's confusing because
1: there's so many different license, you know, yeah. different in from state to state. So one thing to know, if you have a master's level therapist, most states, a master's level therapist, you know, they are able to um, diagnose. Um, a lot of them can be covered by your insurance. It means they have this master's degree in clinical psychology. They've done extensive um hours in an internship practicing before they become licensed. And so, you know, anyone who is like a social worker, counselor, psychotherapist with a master's degree, Can do great work as the therapist. You don't have to go to a PhD. A PhD is someone who's decided that they might have wanted an academic career. They might have wanted to go into a research career. So they often continue on in school to get that additional education because not only can they practice one-on-one with clients, but they can go on and they can be, you know, um, academics and researchers in the world of psychology. And then some of them are like, oh, I'm done with the academics, so I just want a private practice, just means they have a bit more of that um, level of education, um, and then a psychiatrist is someone who can prescribe medication. So if you are not a psychiatrist um, or a general practicing physician, then you are not able to give anyone a prescription for a medication. And therapists may talk to you about, oh yeah, I've had clients that were on Wellbutrin, and and you know I think that went well. They may say those things, but they are not the ones you take advice from on medication, and they will not be able to prescribe you medication. Um, they are there to um, to maybe make referrals to a psychiatrist. So when any of my clients get to the place where they're curious, like, how would medication support me, then I have holistic psychiatrists here in Austin that I trust, that I know we're going to sit and listen to the whole story um, that will really work to get to know the client before they give a prescription before they just kind of, in my in my term, it's like, I don't want psychiatrists that throw meds at you yeah. and, and just wait and see which one works. Mm. <laughs> I want them to really hear your story, understand what you've tried, understand if you're sensitive to any other type of medications, how that might impact um, your psychotropic medication. So that's kind of a, a general overview. So You know, a lot of therapists that if you go on Psychology Today and you put in your zip code, you know, you're going to find a lot of master level therapists. And at that level, you know, that's there. They have the education and the training to support you. But then you want to look to see um, in their modalities that will say, I work with addiction. I work with adolescents and adults. I work with, um, you know, mood disorders. I work with um, specifically, you know, eating disorders, you know, so often when you go to a therapist website, they're going to tell you. um, And there are a few of us out there that will say that we really work primarily with those that are in leadership positions or in entrepreneurship, because um, that's kind of a more common need or more recent niche that um, those of us that have been in the world of um, leadership development and business development that, that we as therapists are bringing our Um, skills to really help the community of entrepreneurs. And, And, you know, and we're growing and the number of people who are becoming entrepreneurs is on the rise. Yeah.
0: Yeah, look, I would highly recommend if you're looking for someone to be part of your business support team and you want that kind of partnership, I'd highly recommend a therapist that specializes in entrepreneurs or business owners or, you know, leadership as Laura said because I feel like they have a level of wisdom and insight into the particular patterns that we face in business and some of the challenges that we experience. And I, I you know, again, even as I talked about in the business code, Coach, I think it's really important that we find people who can resonate with where we're at and who we can reflect with and, you know, connect with on a deeper level because they've been where we're at. On some exactly. Level. Yeah. Exactly. And when you
1: start looking for therapists, most therapists will provide a 15 minute or as you know, up to 30 minute I do a 15 minute phone call mm-hmm. or an in person. If you want to come into my office for 15 minutes, I will sit down and, and connect with you because meeting with a therapist, um, sometimes you just need to feel that person's energy. Yeah. And just like we were saying, that it's important to meet with many different business coaches and feel like who you really resonate with as a therapist, you know, that's so important. Important that you can walk in and feel safe. And yes, like it's the first time. So maybe you're going to still be nervous. But when you sit with that therapist, you know, paying attention to how does your body respond to being in their office how do you respond to what they're what they're saying um and and knowing that's okay to to interview many of them before you decide who you're going to work with and um and, and not being afraid to ask questions i think many of my clients they take me up on the 15 minutes and then they're like i don't even know like what to ask and that's normal like you know when you haven't done therapy before, you don't know really what to start, but just kind of letting the therapist know, like, these are my, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, and a lot of my emotional stuff is coming up every time I hit a different milestone in my business. And I'm working on understanding, you know, what's happening there, or I have a trauma that I'm really stuck on, you know, letting them kind of know. And, and, and then here, like, how would they come at that problem? Like, do they seem to have an understanding immediately of like what that might, what that stress might look like, or do they kind of, you know, Oh, well, what do you mean by an entrepreneur? Like, what do you do? And they're kind of awkward <laughs> about like understanding what that is. Then, you know, I just would, could go on to the, I would go on to the next. So much of this is similar, Sonia, to, to what, you know, you said about business coaches yeah. that you want people who are experienced, yeah. um, who really Understand kind of the life that kind of where you're coming from and um, being able to look at their qualifications, you know. um, And there may be some things, you know, that you really resonate with and therapists will say like that on their website, like where they're from, where they grew up or if they love dogs or, you know, we can't disclose a lot of personal information as therapists, but we can give you a sense of what is valuable to us you know if we do walk there walk and talk therapy is now a thing and you can find therapists that want to be outdoors um and they'll go and do therapy with you outside um and walk in your park and you know there's ways to find what you need if you align your values in that search
0: yes and one of the other things that i have a personal preference with, and Laura can attest to in terms of herself as well, is I also think it's quite important to do body-centered therapy. You know, I have a lot of experience um, in the psychology world in, you know, sort of understanding how we work as individuals, how our bodies work. You know, I've studied a lot of things over the years. And although I'm not a therapist and will never be doing therapy, what I have seen is that bodied centered therapy is extremely effective and very powerful in sort of helping you to move through whatever traumas you have in your body, whatever sort of challenges you have in your psyche that has yet to be integrated and for moving through the entrepreneurial journey. Um, and so Laura, can you talk a little bit more about bodied centered therapy?
1: Yes, I would love to. I'm so grateful to be a therapist in this particular time because we are seeing a rise in body-centered therapy approaches. More research is being done um, on the impact um, of mindfulness therapy on the developing brain and on our nervous systems um, and on on our ability to heal from trauma. And all of the research is showing that the more embodied, the more connected we are to our physical bodies, the more we can quickly and more kind of effectively heal the psychological, emotional pieces that we're struggling with. And so that, you know, my work in trauma started um, off, you know, not understanding as much about the body Really quickly realizing I couldn't work with my clients without understanding what was happening. And so I began to study somatic psychology. So when you're looking at therapists, you will see terms like body centered therapy, somatic psychotherapy, or somatic psychology. Um, Mindfulness is also, um, you know, depending on people's um, kind of approach, a lot of mindfulness is body-based, like ability to be mindful of your presence and your sensation. And so really it's reconnecting the mind and the body. And in our Western world, we have been very much disconnected and we've lived in the mental framework, the thinking mind, and we've kind of worshiped at the altar of intellect. And in Eastern cultures, there's been an understanding that the mind-body is connected. There's even no hyphen. It's just body-mind, mind-body, all is one. And if one is not tended to, then the other is suffering. It's like you need to heal both. Um, And simultaneously is the best approach, understanding what's happening in the thinking mind while you're bringing attention to sensations, what's happening in the body. Um, And as we navigate uncharted waters as business owners, like when we go to those edges that I spoke about, we need the resource and the wisdom of that felt experience because the mind doesn't have the the answers. It actually has never run a business before. It hasn't gotten to that point before. Um, But our body gives us cues that says you've got this or something's not right and you're trusting somebody who i don't think you should trust or you're investing money in a place you shouldn't invest there's this instinctual knowledge that comes from the body that we don't have the same access to if we just are going towards the thinking mind
0: yes yes so true and and i you know i think coming to trust our self and trust our bodies is so important in business And especially from a feminine approach to business, it's something that I work with my clients on from day one is beginning to trust their body, trust themselves, become more embodied, explore all of those things. And what's so great about having a body-centered therapist on your team is that they can take you deeper into some of those, you know, issues, some of the stuff that's very body-related, some of those old traumas, some of the old wounds that are there, some of the body-centered patterns that we have, you know, whether those be that are manifesting as anxiety or whether they're manifesting as sort of self-sabotage. Like there's these things that we are not aware of, but they're in our body. We can feel them. We sense when they come up. They, you know, they're uncomfortable. And a therapist who's body-centered and who really understands these things, like a somatic therapist, like what Laura does, they'll really take you in and through those patterns. And they integrate Rapidly, in in my opinion, in comparison to some of the top therapy or some of the mind therapy that I've seen in the past.
1: Yes, and I think that that's why in our field we've become fascinated by getting the science behind it because mm-hmm. so many therapists were doing this work. And even if you're familiar, you know Freud versus um, Jung. In in those are the two therapist modalities that we speak about most in the West. And Freud was very much of the you know the unconscious and the thinking mind. And um, the Jungian therapy, you know, he was already interested in the body, but it wasn't until later that we began to. Have have like the science and this is what our culture does is like i know i feel better but can you give me the cat scan <laughs> you know that actually says that or like can you can you explain to me how Yes, what's the proof? So the Eastern medicine, you know, they just haven't needed the proof except for experience, which they've seen for thousands of years in their healing modalities. But we've been kind of here in the West trying to prove our approach to psychology. And we are finding more and more that the science backs it, you know, that the way to heal trauma is to be connected to the body in order to do so. And then all the understanding you can bring to that experience will not shift, your experience and coming back to what you said Sonia this is this work as entrepreneurs can really open you up if you take the invitation to let it open your awareness and kind of deep dive into your personal development it's Gonna bring those things up—the things you've been sitting on when you were, you know, maybe in that safe corporate job, you could keep it all tucked away. But then, when you're out and you're networking in the world, or you're putting yourself out there, you're finding your message and, you know, in your voice, and and then all of a sudden, these deep insecurities come up, mm-hmm. or these deep, you know, memories or images um, that just can really come out of, they can feel like they're coming out of nowhere because they've been dormant. But the environmental, I mean, the, um, yeah, the entrepreneurship puts you in an environment that kind of, you know, it's it's an invitation. It's not a bad thing. It's just, you need to have support around you. Just like we talked about, you need a business coach. And this is why Sonia and I think business coaching and therapy can be say, such a great um, experience in tandem because you're getting both of that outer workings of your business with someone who can really hold space for you. And then you have your inner workings of your own personal psychology and your consciousness and development that someone's
0: holding space for. Yes, yes, I love it. And you guys, like really, if you are building a business that is important to you, that is your mission in the world, that is putting yourself out there, let me tell you and let me normalize this. Shit is gonna hit the fan, (laughs) let me just just say. It's (laughs) inevitable, because if you'd already done it, if you'd already gotten where you wanted to be, then you wouldn't be here, even listening to this probably. You would already be in your bliss, in your success, right? But so many of us are trying to reach the next level growth, right? We're trying to do something bigger than we've ever done before, are more powerful than we ever done before, or have more impact than we've ever had before. And in doing that, we have to go through the levels that have kept us small, right? That have kept us quiet, that have kept us not in our power and not in our impact. And so, it really is inevitable that this journey will take you down some crazy places, right? And and that's why it's so powerful to have a business coach who can help diagnose what's happening. Is it your mindset? Is it your business? Is it your structures? You know, what part of that is it? And a therapist who can help you dig deeper into your psychology that's coming up, because it will. I have yet to see one single client come through my doors that we're not navigating the internal aspects of themselves, not one single one. And in fact, now I actually ensure in my agreements <laughs> that people agree to work on the self-development in tandem with the business development, or I do not take them in as a client.
1: Wonderful. Oh my goodness. I love that you do that because otherwise you might get people that are like, I didn't sign up for this.
0: Nope, that's what we are signing
1: up for. And I think that on both sides of what you provide through the business coaching and what I can provide my clients through psychotherapy and the somatic therapy is such deep validation. And I will tell you, like that imposter syndrome and those doubts that come up, I mean, there's nothing like it. I mean, entrepreneurship is like, you know, the naked dream. It is you like walking out and finding out that you're naked. You're that vulnerable, um, you know, and, and it's going to bring up all your questions. Like, is this sane? Like, what am I what is am I the only one? Am I the only one that like can't do this? And so much of what I enjoy about my work is being able to look my clients directly in the eye and say you are feeling this way because you're human. Yes. And I have everyone else Coming through here, doing the same kind of questioning that you're doing because it's the human experience. This is not you not doing it right, you know? And I think that validation is what's so important because if you know, like, oh, everyone's losing their shit, like, everyone, you know, is a hot mess, like, it's not just me, then. It, it gives you resilience it gives you a sense of belonging that you are of the human tribe <laughs> that we are this way you know yes. and all of this picture perfect Pinterest Instagram pretty crap is it's not what you're aspiring to that's that's not the real stuff yes it's great that you can put that out but don't let that be what you think you're supposed to
0: be on the inside yeah. Yeah, look, we're all a hot mess. Like, let's be honest. (laughs) Like, I mean, I'm I'm a million times better than I was 20 years ago. But like, you know, and my clients sometimes laugh because they're like, do you still go through these things? I'm like, yeah, like on a different level, maybe, maybe I've got a little bit more skills and I've got a little bit more, you know, stability and a little bit more confidence in my ability to get through them. But yes, I still hit stuff. And yes, I still need therapy. And yes, I still need support. Like, it doesn't change. And I think that's really important to normalize. And that, I love how you stated that, Laura, because that validation is so key. And that's what I feel like my clients get as well. It's like the validation that we're not alone. And this is totally normal. Like like the hot mess, the craziness, the challenge, the, you know, heartache, the the stuff that comes up while we're, you know, that we have to face, the imposter syndrome, that is normal. It's all normal. And you are totally normal. (laughs)
1: Yes and if your entrepreneurship is not turning you inside out yeah. and rewriting your story yeah. then then you're not actually on the path <laughs> Like, like, then he may not have gotten on the path yet. He might still be on the safe side. Uh, It is meant to do this work for us. And and I think that there are certain ones of us in this particular time in our human history that we are drawn to entrepreneurship because it is the creative work. We are the makers. We are the creators of new ideas and new systems, new ways of doing business that are going to You know, they're changing the world and they're also, we're creating it for the future world. The, you know, the world that our kids are going to inhabit, we're trying to lay that framework for them. And it's not going to be easy to do that unless we're surrounded by a sense of belonging and sense of connection. And you can find that with some of these people on your team, like these are the people that your allies, there's nothing better than a business coach, right? I know you're all listening. You've had this experience where it's either your therapist or your business coach, you're having a really crappy day and you just send them a text and you're like, what about this? And then they just come back with the most supportive, like you've got this
0: kind of message and it's all good. (laughs) Like I can do this one more day. I can do this. Totally. Oh my gosh. It's so helpful to have that. You know, I, and it's so funny because I think, you know, some of my clients tell me, especially the ones who've been with me the longest, they're like, I can't. I never knew or understood what I was going to go through, right, in this journey. Like, you know, I just thought, I'm just going to start a business. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just this, this sort of whim of like, yeah, that sounds good. And they have no idea what they're in for. And when they go through that process, when they do the inner work, when they really, really do the work, they experience more freedom and joy and expression and aliveness on the other side. And that's what we're talking about. Um, you know, today.
1: I love it. I love it. I love, like, really digging into the reason why you find your support team. You know, it's really at the heart of it that it's a lot of work. It's a big journey. And you don't need to do it alone. And Sonia and I found each other because we both were refusing to walk this path alone. And we locked eyes with each other. And we knew. We're like, you're going there, too. Okay, let's go together. (laughs) And... (laughs) and it's been an amazing journey.
0: Oh my god. To do that
1: work together. Crazy yeah.
0: journey. Yeah, I'm so yeah. thankful. All right. Well, I think this is a good place to kind of wrap up for today. So, you know, we'll continue the conversation next week by talking about how to find some of the right experts. So, once you got your your we, we're kind of the foundation, right? The business coach, the therapist foundation. Once you have that in your support team, then we'll talk about how to get a few more people on board. So, thank you all for joining us and we will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Add to the conversation in our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena. You can also access all of our episodes and some great resources at womeninthebusinessarena.com. Our mission is to arm more women with the tools, strategies, and know-how to navigate the business arena with ease. We need more women in power and with the resources to change the world. If you are enjoying the show and want to support our mission, please help us spread the word. You can write a review on iTunes, or share it with your friends. A huge thank you to all of you who've commented, reviewed, and shared our show. We are so appreciative of your support. Okay, see you next week.